You're listening to Radio MD. It's time to Ask Dr. Mike on Healthy Talk. Call or email to ask your questions now. Email Smith at RadioMD.com or call 877-711-5211. The lines are open. All right, let's get right into our next questions here. This is from Bonnie. Hi, Dr. Mike. I am healthy and 74 years old. The big concern I have is that my family doc has told me I need to take Fosamax because of osteopenia that is close to being osteoporosis. I have asthma and it has always been well controlled until I took my first Fosamax pill a week ago. After taking the pill several hours later, I got a headache and lasted 24 hours. I never get headaches and if I do, they are easily dealt with by taking Advil. The main problem is that I literally coughed all week, night and day. I am wondering if Fosamax, um, she goes on to say she took the generic version, can cause my asthma symptoms to escalate. Is it worth the risk to my otherwise healthy body to take such a controversial, harsh drug? Are there any other ways to stave off osteoporosis? Great question, Bonnie, and I appreciate you sharing your story. I'm not aware uh, of any research, in the, or at least in the studies, showing that Fosamax um, caused what we asthma or what is referred to as reactive airway disease. Quite honestly, Bonnie, almost any drug can have that as a side effect, even some even some supplements, because if you're prone to asthma and you do something new to your body, it can be kind of um, almost like a like a stressor. So Fosamax could be like a, a stressor to your body or any other drug when you take it. And it's the it's the it's the it's the cortisol that increases. It's it's the reaction to this new thing you're putting into your body that might exacerbate some reactive airway symptoms, some wheezing and some coughing. So that's all possible, but I, I haven't really heard of anything direct with Fosamax. I think there's other problems with it. <laughs> and, and, and so so I want to move forward in this discussion with you, Bonnie, and get to your last question was, okay, well, the, your last two. Is it worth the risk to my otherwise health, healthy body to take such a controversial harsh drug? Okay. First, you know, that's a that's a great conversation to have with your doctor. I mean, everything we do in medicine, Bonnie, is a is a benefit risk analysis. Right? D- does well does the benefit of this procedure or this drug, you know, or whatever it is, does the benefit outweigh any of its risk for that person? And if it does, it might be an appropriate therapy. And so you that's just a discussion you have to, you know, you have to have with your doctor. If you don't do anything, if you decide, no, the risks of the drug are worse than the benefit I would give, well, that's fine. But I, th- I think we really need to focus on the osteopenia, though. We, we really need to do something about that because as we get older, you know, if you have osteoporosis, you said you're 74 years old, so you're in that age group where if you do develop osteoporosis and you have a fracture someday, and God forbid you do, but if you did, of your of your femur, of your hip, there is, Bonnie, unfortunately, a significant mortality rate associated with that event. So it is extremely important that we take care of our bones. And so moving on to your last question, are there any other ways to stave off osteoporosis? And I, I think there's there are. I think there's some good research. Um, you know, definitely 
Uh, look at your total calcium intake. That includes food and supplements. You probably want to be around 1,500 milligrams a day. Make sure you're getting vitamin D, very important, at least 1,000 units a day. I take 5,000 units a day, but I'd like to see your vitamin D blood level around the 75-80 range. Also, make sure you're taking vitamin K2. It's so important that when you take calcium that you also have enough vitamin D and enough vitamin K2 on board. Vitamin D helps the calcium get into your system. Vitamin K2 helps it to get into the bones. If you don't have enough of those other vitamins, vitamin D and vitamin K2 in your system, the calcium can get crazy. It can get mismanaged and it can get deposited in other tissues like arteries. And that we definitely don't want. Other things to think about, though, it's not, you know, bone mineralization and bone strength is not just about calcium. You mean there's other minerals in, involved. Boron is important. Silicon is important. Um, you got to make sure you're getting enough of, of those as well. Uh, plum extract has been shown to, to help, especially um, in combination with boron and calcium and vitamin D and K2. Plum extract. Uh, has been shown to increase the mineralization and strength of the bone. And then, of course, there's something that was very popular in the 1950s, had a lot of good research behind it as being very beneficial for low bone density, and that was strontium. The, what happened, though, is we started testing nuclear bombs, and people started talking more about the fallout, and strontium was one of the fallout um, you know, things we had to worry about. Uh, and so so people got scared of strontium. So the market for strontium just fell out. But we should have educated people better. The strontium from the nuclear fallout is different from the strontium you're taking in supplement form. It's perfectly safe in supplement form. And it's awesome for your bones. You know, you say in your in your question, Bonnie, that at this point you have osteopenia. I think you are a wonderful candidate. For a good bone formula that has the calcium and those other minerals that gives you, gives you the vitamin D and the vitamin K2 plus strontium. And I think you should give that – at least talk to your doctor about that. I mean I can't directly give you any advice. I can only just educate you and that's what I'm doing. So talk to your doctor about a bone formula that has all those minerals, vitamin D, vitamin K2, and, and then an, you'll, strontium, Bonnie, usually comes by itself. So it's, it's going to be the bone formula plus strontium. Talk to your doctor. Very important. Whether you do Fosamax or not, we have to improve the health of your bones. That's critical. Thank you so much, Bonnie, for uh, your question. Next question is uh, from Linda. Hi, Dr. Mike. My name is Linda. I'm 69 years old. Um, in January, uh, almost a month ago, I got sick with a virus like a cold or flu that is still with me. Once a week, I go to an alternative medicine doctor. I was treated weekly with nutritional and peroxide IV, and yesterday he prescribed um, azithromycin, which I'm taking now. That's an antibiotic. I do have, for many years, chronic yeast inflammation, and I take several supplements from Life Extension for many years. Can you please advise me what else I can do? So basically, Linda, you got the viral syndrome, right? <laughs> You, you know, uh, there's so many different types of viruses out there. There's so many different types of strains of influenza, which is the flu, and the rhinovirus, which the, it's just, it is the cold. But then there's even other 
viruses out there we don't even identify. And so people often this time of the year come down with the, the malaise, the achiness, the cough, the running, and then it just kind of lingers, and we call that the viral syndrome. The, you know, if it's been lasting a long time, some antibiotics doesn't hurt because all of the fluids that are kind of hanging around in your sinuses and upper respiratory tract can be breeding grounds for bacteria. So that's not always a bad, a bad choice. But the best thing you can probably do is things that can maybe fight viruses, right? First, boost up your immune system. So I would consider vitamin D. 5,000 units a day, reishi mushroom extract, very good for the immune system. One of my favorite herbs is called Andrographis paniculata. Andrographis is a wonderful antiviral uh, extract. So, so vitamin D, reishi, and Andrographis paniculata. Uh, I would start there. Um, you can even do you know, high-dose vitamin C up to bowel tolerance for a couple of weeks just to try to stimulate your immune system to kind of start getting the edge you know, on this virus. It's kind of like the virus and the immune system are going back and forth. You know, the virus wins a little bit and you feel worse one day, but then the immune system comes back and you feel better and then it just kind of goes. So give your immune system a chance. Vitamin D, reishi, andrographis, and some extra vitamin C to bowel tolerance. See if that helps, Linda. This is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Dr. Mike. Stay well. 